welcome back to Tipsy Trials. I'm Lindsay. I'm Dana. And I, we're glad you're I here. I don't like when I start with <laughs> Tipsy Trials because I never know what to oh. say. Welcome to Tipsy Trials and this is Tipsy Trials. Yeah, we, um, <laughs> man, we're dating ourselves now. This was like a September discussion. We had to watch multiple podcasts be like, how the fuck do they introduce How do you start it? <laughs> Now we don't care. But back then, when you're like learning how to do this, we were like, wait, if you say, this is Tipsy Trials, I'm so-and-so, what do you say afterwards? Right. And then where do you go from there? Right. It's so much more natural when we say the name after. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. We did it this way. It doesn't matter anymore. But we are back. We promised you another episode because there is not snow on the ground anymore. <laughs> And neither of us are ill at the moment. Thank goodness. Let's all stay healthy. Those COVID numbers are scary. Be smart. Please. I have a question for you. Okay. (laughs) So we've both been kind of doing January reset. You're getting this in February. Dana's and ours. Dana's and ours. (laughs) Ours? Dana's was a six-week program. We do the same program because... It's the only way we're successful. <laughs> we have to keep each other accountable. So we have to be doing the same thing. Literally, we've tried to do different things. And it, we'll be like, it doesn't I'm going to do this. She'll be like, I'm going to do this. And then we were both like, one day she goes, you know, I was really successful when we did Whole30. I'm going to go back to that and go, Dana, it wasn't because we did Whole30. It's because we were doing the yeah. same damn meals. Because we did it together. <laughs> so now we do the same meals. It keeps us healthy. And part of these meals is salads. And I was thinking the other day, can we all just agree at this point that every salad dressing bottle needs to have the fucking little miniature hole at the top? Yes. I hate the ones where it's like, let's pour from Niagara Falls. It's 2022. Why is this not tech? Why is this technology not standardized? I hate it. And if one of you salad companies (laughs) is like holding the patent on this and that's why... It's not making me buy your dressing because it's a risk every time. I don't know which ones have it. Mm-hmm. A craft has it. You know what I bet? You know what I just realized? They're hoping you'll pour too much <gasps> out and you'll use it quicker. I knew what you were going to end with then, before you even got there. Then you'll buy it again. That's, oh my God. It's funny because just to reveal it now, our topic today is conspiracy theories. And similar to that, I told Dana, she did not know this conspiracy theory, but this is that's the same idea of the reason girls' clothing does not have pockets is because they're trying to sell you handbags. Mm. It's the same idea. Y'all yep. gotta stop that. We're poor. Well, right. not really. But <laughs> And like, even if I had pockets, like... Some of the stuff, I, like my wallet, is not going to fit in there. I still want well, a purse. Well, because that's the other side. We all have huge wallets. Right. Mm. That's why, though, I was watching a TikTok the other day, and this guy <laughs> this guy was, like, I guess doing his girlfriend's laundry. Mm-hmm. And so he really didn't understand how short girls' pockets are in jeans. And he was like, there, there's nothing there. Like, what the fuck? What's yeah. happening? He was I finally understand why when you all are in a store trying on a dress and there's pockets, y'all are so excited. Yeah. Because we don't get pockets. Like, I don't care what the dress looks like. If it has pockets, it's for me. I Yeah. It's honestly, when I put on even leggings now during the day, which I don't, guys, gym shorts don't have pockets, I guess. So I guess that's Yeah, they, they do. 
Oh, they do? Most of, yeah, most of them. God damn it. (laughs) Not all female leggings have um, pockets. I mean, now that we're all work from home, I wear leggings almost every day. And so when I'm taking the dog out, I'm very aware when I don't have a pocket to put my phone in versus Mm -hmm. when I do. Especially when it's warmer out because you're not wearing a jacket. Right. Like if you have the jacket, it's okay. Right. But if you don't have the jacket, there's nowhere to fucking put it. It's really a problem. And we need that change and we need the salad dressings change. I like, oh, it drives me crazy. It really is not okay. You know what? I'll try to do the slow, like, (laughs) <laughs> I love when I demonstrate stuff and y'all can't see it. By the way, goal is for April. Keep on the lookout. Maybe we'll start posting other stuff prior just for practice. Just little snippets. <laughs> but I'll do like that thing where I'll like wave it. Yeah. <laughs> Not like down, but like, like on the side, side to side. Until it gets to what I think is the proper amount. It's ridiculous, honestly. It's extremely annoying. <sighs> yeah. I just... Like I said, we've been eating a lot of salad and I was pouring, I don't know what I was pouring. I don't know that I even poured too much of it. I think I was just so annoyed by how long it took. To get it out. Yes, because of this. And I was just like, all you have to do is put the damn little small hole. And I know it's not, it can't be a patent, maybe it is a patent situation. Well, Hidden Valley has it. Oh, do they? Mm -hmm. See, I don't even know. I know Kraft has it. Kraft has that little blue thing on top Mm -hmm. that theirs is like you pop it's a pop lid yeah same with um hidden valley there's this green but it's like you take off the little tab yeah um and then it just pops open it has a little hole so there's the ones with the pop lids with the holes but then sometimes you'll have a regular dressing bottle that you still unscrew the cap and there's a little plastic piece as if it was like a yeah Right. Oh, okay. That's like Hidden Valley then. No, but I know what you're talking about. I don't know what brands have those. I don't remember. And I always open a dressing hoping that's there. Mm-hmm. And I would say more than half the time it's not. I can't remember who has it. I want to say it's like I've seen it on like off brands. I don't really know. I don't have Now I'm going to be paying attention. <laughs> I don't think I have a preference towards salad dressings. You? Yeah. Oh. It's got if it's ranch, it's gotta be Hidden Valley. If I'm eating dairy at the time. <laughs> um if it's Italian, typically craft. Okay. Um if it's blue cheese, it needs to be Ken's. Okay. They don't do the the That's honestly thing. Ken's was the other one I was thinking in my head, do they do the plastic thing? Unless it's on Maybe like some of their vinaigrettes, which would make sense. The thicker ones, like the ranch and the blue cheese. Um, and I'm pretty sure the the Thousand Island that we had to buy, I've had that before. I don't think it has the little hole. Oh, I got Annie's. Oh. Yeah. She told me to get Ken, so I got Ken's. <laughs> <laughs> we get our meal plans from somebody. Yeah. We're not. We're too indecisive to do it ourselves. <laughs> yeah. You have to like, tell me what oh to my buy. God, we would be... Covering over meals for weeks. I can't do it. No. I'm stressed out just thinking about the idea. Yeah, it causes me way too much stress. (laughs) And then if it's not good, I'm like, we'll just fuck this whole thing. I'll just eat some cheesecake. 
it's not working pretty good there's some off ones but you know what the more we do it the more we start to learn this is not like a special program we're not on like a special diet it's just someone who literally does meal plans for us yeah and it makes our lives easier because we are busy working women and they're very simple like it's rarely more than like five ingredients oh yeah it's honestly one of the best i've ever done Mm -hmm. um it is a little more on the low carb side but neither of us are low carb like i still have carbs on occasion yeah um, I have cereal every night. <laughs> <laughs> it's my one. I can't. Like, I, I can't. And sushi. Yeah. Those we're never giving up cars. sushi. No. No. That's like how I can never be a vegetarian fully. I always have to be a pescatarian because mm-hmm. I'm not giving up sushi. Yeah. I do have this stash of, um, they're like the baked Simply Cheeto Puffs. Yeah. The white, they're like white cheddar. I have a stash of them and I'll I just do that. I'll eat them all. And I'll just grab like three or four at a time and I'll stick them back in the pantry. So like when I open it, I don't see them. You know, that's but then like, <laughs> but then like when I'm really hungry, like at night or something, I'd be like, Oh, I have well, these. And so, you know, the trick with the cereal is not to do a bowl of cereal. It's to grab like a, a cup. Yeah. It's a mug. Cause then you're not even filling it a full cups worth. And mm-hmm. most cereals, it's like half a cup, three fourths of a cup is a serving. Is a serving. Maybe. So, I mean, you end up doing less. It doesn't as go as badly. I also work out every freaking morning and I do cardio. Cardio on a spin bike that requires me to yeah. need something to burn Which off. is hard for low-carb diets. Yeah. Uh, like my legs were hurting this morning. I thought I was going to vomit. <laughs> oh, that's bad. I had cereal last night, though, so I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, so it's not from lack of carbs. No, I just hadn't done an intense ride in a while. Oh, I yeah. say I work out every morning. It's been three days. <laughs> I would honestly probably die if I got on the bike right now. That's how long it's been. It's I sad. I used to work out every single morning. It was part of my routine. I enjoyed it, and then I just stopped for a while. Because been... we're in hibernation. <laughs> well, I've been trying to get back into it. Um, mostly the bike, the Peloton, but because it's been so long, I had to kind of slowly start working my way up. So I've mm-hmm. been doing recovery rides, low impact, beginner. Yeah. I hate these rides though, because you're not out of the saddle at all. And my uh, ass starts to yes. hurt. <laughs> they're actually so, harder. Well, right. And so there've been shorter ones too, like 20 minutes, maybe 15. I might do something after just something. Uh, you know, my brain is in the mode of I'd rather do 15 minutes of something than nothing at all right mm-hmm. now because um, I know it'll increase over time. Yeah. But <laughs> I was laughing this morning because I chose a 20 and I was like, no, was not a beginner. It was nothing like that. It was like just a 20. I'm like, OK, I'm ready. I knew it. I can't remember the last time I thought I was going to vomit on the bike. Yeah. Like, I forgot how intense it's hard. these rides are. This is the first time I've broken. Did I even break 100? Oh, my God. I hope I broke 100. If it wasn't worth it. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> I think this is the first time in a really long time that I've broken 100. Yes, I did 110. <sighs> Well, it is kind of hard to break 100 on the shorter ones. Yeah, that's why I was like, for as shitty as that was and as much as I was hurting, I better be back to 100 outputs on 20-minute rides. Well, that's good. Yeah, I've been teetering in the 70s, 90s, but... You get there. Oh, God. I wasn't at a PR, but that's okay. Yes. (laughs) Anyways, so as we said, we are going to talk about conspiracy theories this week. 
our seltzer is not a conspiracy theory. <laughs> no, it's actually very real. It was probably the worst kept secret, but <laughs> yeah, they I admitted mean. that. Right. It's like, <laughs> what? Yeah, they um, admitted it themselves. So if you hadn't figured it out by now, we are trying the truly margarita. Margaritas. We're excited for this. We had done the masagave mm-hmm. from... Founders. Founders. That one I don't think is made to be margarita style, but it, but it was being. So we kind of have a basis to start with. I'm excited for these. What do they say about it? So pretty basic description. Um, it says the party has arrived. We love seltzer. We also love margaritas. So what happens when we combine the two? You get truly margarita style. Our most refreshing mix pack yet. Let's get zesty. Wow. They truly just Round tell us of, they like seltzers as yes. if they weren't one of the original brands. We like seltzers. Yeah, we know We truly. like margaritas. I don't want to insult truly. I really love them. But I love them too, but <laughs> I think this uh, description you, was as last minute We as can hook you up with the Bud Light um, marketing people. <laughs> eh. <laughs> All right. So the flavors are, let's see, mango chili, classic lime, strawberry hibiscus, and watermelon cucumber. What are you most excited for? Mango chili. I think I'm most excited for watermelon um, cucumber. I'm least excited for strawberry hibiscus. Because <laughs> we need to stop putting floral flavors Um, seltzers. It's really hit or miss for me. Like, sometimes I like it, but I, I think it depends on the other flavor. Like, Fair enough. If, it, if it's not overpowering. Like, if it's a touch of hibiscus, I'm okay. We'll find out. Not right now, though, because okay. we're not starting with it. But no. we are starting with mango, mango chili. chili. I am excited for this one. I like mango. I like chili. I like spice. It's been so long since I've had like a legit mango chili margarita. margarita. I love those. These cans are beautiful. Yeah, they're like ombre. Oh my god, they're by far the most gorgeous, <laughs> truly. Can- oh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> truly. No, it's can. good. It's just, it's a lot. <laughs> my nose hit that. Totally. <laughs> well, the the mango truly is my all time favorite seltzer yeah. flavor. Well, maybe not all time anymore, but it's a all time favorite between truly white claw. Mm-hmm. Still smells like yeah. That. If anything, it almost has a more natural mango scent, like than... a nectar. Yeah, it reminds me of like versus the, the other juices. mango smells like a popsicle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I don't really smell. Nice. I don't get chili though. <gasps> you know what it smells like? What? Dull fruit cups. <gasps> it does. <laughs> we just lo- unlocked another memory for oh, y'all. Man. One week later, we're still unlocking them. <laughs> oh, I love this. I'm not getting the chili, which is I'm not the only out of five today. issue. Oh, okay, good. I still rated it high, though. I guess I shouldn't have. I may <sighs> love it. I may revise it. Oh, uh, my favorite part about those Dole cups was opening it because that's back when it was aluminum, remember? Mm-hmm. And then drinking the chili. Yeah. <laughs> and then then you open it all the way yeah, and eat the fruit. Oh, that was the best. Oh my god. Okay. Mm. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. Oh. Oh my gosh, that is oh. so good. It's, it's like I, I swallowed, but it's still getting better in my mouth. Wow. It doesn't I taste do like a seltzer. Chili, it's like a. Uh, yeah. Make, I guess it does. Hold on. 
Like it's carbonated, but there's definitely, so there is 2% juice oh in it. Oh my God. So that's one difference. Ooh, this is good. These have gotten really mixed reviews, but I've seen only mixed reviews on certain flavors. I don't remember what those are. I have mm. not been paying attention. I don't like to go into this with other people's reviews. Yeah. Skewing um, my own or ours as a group. Um, I'm sure you avoid them the same. Oh, yeah. So I have not been paying attention. I don't. This one's amazing. I love this. It's yeah. I could drink this. Yeah, this is forever. Phenomenal. And I mean, y'all, I already love the mango truly. So <laughs> all we're doing is adding to it. Wow. <laughs> That's so good. I'm very close to writing a five. <laughs> it's amazing. I might be writing a five. I mean, this is wow. Okay, I'm just short of it. I promise. It's going to take something special. I'll know when it's there. It's so good. That, oh gosh. Okay, this really sets us up for high hopes for the rest. Oh, actually, there may have been a description for each flavor. Let me see. Does not contain distilled spirits. So there's no tequila, guys. Keep that in mind. Oh, the switch hitter. First is sweet, then it's spicy. Then suddenly you're wearing flip-flops and a bathing suit and talking about your dream vacation in Belize. And you know what? We don't blame you. Okay. They made up for the description on the flavors. That was cute. <laughs> Let's move on to lime. Classic lime. All right. It says, a timeless icon. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Hey, you don't need to tell us twice. Classic lime margarita style is an is as iconic a, as a drink can get. Jesus. It's a tongue twister. Yeah. <laughs> sure. There's some seltzery bubbles in there, but deep down, it's still that same drink you know and love. That's cute. Okay. I can't remember my thoughts on the line. The citrus trulies are very citrusy. Mm -hmm. So I don't normally drink them. So it's probably been a while since I've had um, God. <laughs> smell. Oh my god. It's I mean it I can't even place that. It oh smells like there's god. some tequila it in does there. Smell. I was literally <laughs> just thinking that. Whoa. That's crazy. I mean it's god. very accurate. <laughs> like god. that's insane. Does this one say no distilled also? <laughs> just making sure. I don't think I like it as much as the other smell though. No, I don't like it as much, but I cannot Ooh. believe how much it smells like My an actual God. margarita. I feel like you're at the bar. Right. Wow. All right. It smells more like pure tequila. Though. It literally <laughs> does. Like, else. is there tequila in this? I just double checked. Okay. <laughs> no, there is not. There smells could like be. It. I don't have any good tequila. I only have cheap tequila, and we don't need that hangover tomorrow. So no, cheers. We cheers. <laughs> it tastes like a margarita. I mean, they said classic lime. It's it's classic. It's... But you know what? It's not too tart. Sometimes, mm -mm. I mean, a big fact about me, I'm not a big margarita fan. I find a lot of them to be very tart to where mm -hmm. I don't really enjoy it. This, this is a nice level. Yeah, it's a good balance of it sweet like and Mexico. sour. Yes. Not a frozen margarita. This is like a true. On the rock. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In a plastic cup. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I used to like frozen margaritas, like when I first was able to drink. 
but that accuracy is hard to beat. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I could drink this all day too. It's light. Oh yeah. Wow, this is a good pack so far. I feel like we went backwards this time, and we might have started with the two the best. best. Ooh. Well, I don't know. We'll see. It's about time we mixed it up. <laughs> right. Our predictions can't always be right, but most of the time they are. I know. We kind of know ourselves. We always laugh when we, like, do read someone else's review on something. Like, we really enjoyed, and they're like, that was terrible. <laughs> We're like, what's wrong with us? <laughs> no. Their opinion just sucks. <laughs> Man, these are good. So, like we said, we're going to continue sipping on... We did not say that yet. We're saying it now. We're going to continue sipping on these. (laughs) And we're going to discuss some conspiracy theories. So, this is a topic Dana has wanted to do forever. Months. (laughs) Since we probably started this because we've only been doing this for months. Right. But either way. We are going to talk about conspiracy theories. This was hard. There's one, a lot of them out there. Mm-hmm. Two, some that are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot that have already kind of been debunked. And it's yeah. like, eh. Three, some are very short. Some mm-hmm. are honestly just a theory. It's, yeah. it's not even a debunking thing. It's just that there's no evidence to why someone has this theory other than they had a thought. Right. I We try to go after evidence ones. We've already talked about doing series in the next few, well, in the next year. And this is obviously one. We talked about doing multiple conspiracy theories. No. We went after ones that have so much context that we're going to kind of do this My Favorite Murder style. I'm going to educate Dana on a theory, and she's going to educate me on a theory. And these were ones that actually seem pretty believable. Like, there's enough. Well, mine's kind of. Oh, I thought that was what we were doing. Okay. <laughs> that one. You can edit that out. <laughs> that one. I'm not probably going to leave it in. <laughs> okay. No, that was what we were doing. But to be honest, everything that I kind of believe in has been debunked. That's lame. I could have gone after Well, like, make me believe yours. Big fight. Well, I chose this one spe- special for you. Okay. I don't know if you know this, actually. Did you know Stranger Things is based on a true story? No. That's not a true <gasps> story. It's based on a theory. You did do this for me. <laughs> so I found, I only have two articles. This is something that has been researched, but I think it's, I don't think it's newer. I just don't think the research is as in-depth as it could be at this point. hmm um, we'll post the websites that we're utilizing on our link tree. So go find it on Instagram and Twitter to click through kind of or in the description right here. Duh. Yeah. Um, to kind of read through a little bit more on these. Um, but I have two articles that I kind of highlighted. The main points are this first one is by Alexandra Sheraton um, on roadtrippers.com. So... The article was titled Secrecy and Conspiracy Theories Abound at Camp Hero, the Abandoned Military Base that Inspired Stranger Things. That's the word inspired. Oh. So this is in the Hamptons in New York. Um, Basically, there is a government conspiracy that involves mind control, time travel, child abduction, and hallucinations 
hallucinogenic drug experiments. Um, they are claiming it took place at Camp Hero. It's a decommissioned military base located in Montauk, and it's thought to have been once the site of graphic and government-sanctioned human experiments comparable to the atrocities committed by the Nazis in concentration camps during World War II. Wow. Um, right now, Camp Hero is a state park. Lots of open area. You can kind of go visit whenever. However, every article I see highlights all the do not enter signs. Hmm. There's tons of areas of the camp that you still cannot enter on. And the idea is this is where these experiments were going on. Wow. I never knew that. <laughs> That's so, crazy. I know. I don't think a lot of people did. Um, they said, if you like your nature to come with a side of strange and unusual, Camp Hero has you covered. If you're thinking that kidnapping, telepathy experiments, and portals to other times and dimensions sound more like the plot of a movie or TV show than reality, you're not wrong. Netflix's Stranger Things is said to have been inspired by or downright copied from various legends swirling around the eastern tip of Long Island. Huh. Oh, so, and actually, both of these articles reference the same books and articles well not articles documentaries i could not mm-hmm. access it i tried that's okay um so it, that's what i'm saying i don't think the research is deep at this point this might yeah. be a theory that like four people have right <laughs> but <laughs> they made a whole netflix series off of it so yeah i mean it makes sense i, I just never i just thought someone had an idea oh me too <laughs> So Camp Hero owes its notoriety almost entirely to the Montauk Project, Experiments in Time, published in 1992 by Preston B. Nichols and Peter Moon. The book confirmed what a lot of people living in or around Montauk may have already suspected, that the former military base was once ground zero for one of the most sordid and secretive research projects in U.S. history. So it sounds like it's a local conspiracy theory. Yeah. Which is probably why we didn't know. Right, because I've never even heard of that. There we go. Huh. So in the 70s and 80s, Nichols was the leader of the psychotronics movement. He claimed that government agents were using electromagnetic radiation to transmit ideas directly into people's heads. Oh, my gosh. His (laughs) followers, some of whom still wear solid metal pots on their heads to block microwaves, claimed that Nichols was also able to control the weather and thus proved the government's similar capabilities. Whoa. He's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Nichols himself claims to have been teleported to Montauk in 1968 and says he worked on Camp Hero's semi-automatic ground environment radar tower. (sighs) Wow. Um, So they're also talked to somebody else who was on a special... Mm -hmm. Uh, Christopher Garantano grew up on Long Island and has spent years convinced that the government is hiding something sinister beneath Camp Hero. He documented his search on film in 2015's Montauk Montauk Chronicles, and he's featured in an episode of the History Channel's Dark Files about the Montauk Project. I tried to watch that Dark Files episode, but... history didn't want to let me they're trying to hide it gatekeepers (laughs) i tell you so 
there's a whole bunch of stuff that really doesn't like I mean it goes into why people have this theory mm-hmm. but I really only highlighted the main stuff that was interesting to me um in July 2008 the carcass of a beaked hairless creature washed up on the shores of Montauk mm-hmm. three friends say they found the animal at Ditch Plains Beach which is located just four miles west of Campiro Oh, local newspapers speculated that the corpse had washed up from Plum Island, an experiment from the government's secretive animal disease center gone horribly wrong. Although most experts have agreed that the Montauk monster, as it came to be known, was probably just a badly decomposed raccoon. Well, we're going with diseased bird (laughs) with radioactive (laughs) material. So at the epicenter of the conspiracies surrounding Camp Hero is the Cold World Era radar tower. Excuse me. There's a period there. (laughs) The imposing structure was once a mother station to a series of smaller manned radar towers located in the ocean along the East Coast. This network of towers is said to have afforded the U.S. government an extra 30 minutes of warning times in the event of an incoming Soviet nuclear attack. Every 12 seconds, the radar tower would rotate and there would be animals freaking out and people getting headaches and bad dreams. (gasps) And you know, people's electronic equipment would go haywire. Mm -hmm. Of the 12 such similar towers that were once scattered around the country, Camp Heroes is the only one that still remains. It's a national historic site and an instantly recognizable Long Island landmark. The 90-foot-tall concrete tower and its 40-foot-wide steel dish are visible for miles. And although it is no longer active, that doesn't keep the dish from mysteriously changing position. <gasps> I'm just Ooh. reading straight from the article by this point. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so that. you know, I'm not that good. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're getting a little monologue over here. This is... <laughs> we're wow. going to credit her. Don't worry. Actually, if you click the description on wherever you're listening to this, we'll link the articles right there as well as in the link tree. That's crazy. I wonder why they have so much of it still blocked off if it's not in use. Well, I think that's part of the theory is how do they know it's not? Maybe it is. Well, according to Montauk Project believers, sadistic experiments took place beneath the radar tower in secret laboratories connected by a series of tunnels. Thousands of children were allegedly taken from the streets, kept below ground, abused, and programmed into super soldiers known as the Montauk. Mont- what is this word? <laughs> it's just oh. getting you. <laughs> Montauk boys. Using powerful frequencies, scientists supposedly tapped into the consciousness and could control the minds of these impressionable children. The hugely popular Netflix show Stranger Things. Oh, this was old. <laughs> it's set in a fictional small town similar to Montauk. Season one spoiler. So if for some reason you're one of the only people in this world that haven't watched this. If don't you listen. haven't, you clearly aren't planning to. <laughs> Under the guise of conducting research for the United States Department of Energy, nefarious scientists at the Hawkins La- National Laboratory kidnap children to use in a variety of supernatural and psychic, psychic experiments. One of these subjects, known by the number tattooed on her arm, Eleven, escapes and uses her telekinetic, kinetic, why is this so hard to talk today? <laughs> kinetic powers to help find Will, a local boy who is lost in an alternate dimension called the Upside Down. 
So you can see where kind of the parallels really start to take off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's a lot of just pictures. Just sorting my papers. (laughs) But I mean, there's definitely good tagalongs. But before Camp Hero became an official park, Brian Minnick and his friends were able to explore inside of the radar tower. While they never found any definitive evidence of a government cover-up, he did discover documents and sealed entrances, suggesting that the infrastructure of Camp Hero is far more complex and the base operated for much longer than officials would admit. Mm. That's how we're not fully sure. If it's closed. Right. Minnick found records of mass quantities of food, ordered to the base in the late 80s, long after the military had left Montauk. Believers point to Minnick's photos of rooms with brightly painted walls and psychedelic patterned wallpapers as evidence that the, again, allegedly, captive children were also subjected to acid tests. There were a lot of strange things, says Minnick in Dark Files, and the sum total of all those strange things is compelling. (sighs) There are some aspects of Camp Hero's past that are verifiable. The base was first commissioned by the U.S. Army in 1942 as a coastal defense station. Three gun batteries, two with two two 16-inch guns and one with two 6-inch guns, were installed at Camp Hero to defend New York against a possible attack by German ships and submarines. The enormous concrete batteries are closed to visitors and tightly sealed. Someone or something has scratched the words stranger help me into the concrete. Oh, creepy. (laughs) In a move that perhaps planted the seed for future cover-up theories to flourish, the government attempted to disguise the base as a coastal, coastal, as a coastal fishing village. Official military structures, (laughs) structures, just deep breath. Official military structures, excuse me, now my nose is running, were designed to look like cottages with fake wood siding and painted on windows. The gymnasium was disguised as a church. It can be seen today in Camp Heroes decaying downtown alongside the commissary, bowling alley, dining hall, barracks, and exchange store. The Army deactivated the base in 1947 and removed its coastal artillery in 1951. Camp Hero was transferred to the Air Force, radar was installed, and anti-aircraft artillery artillery training began. The Air Force remained active at Camp Hero until 1982, and in 1984, the land, deemed environmentally important due to its ecosystems and animal life, was donated to the National Parks Service. Except, well, so they have all the land, but they're just... Some of it has to stay blocked off. Yeah, because we don't know. And I mean, that's where the question becomes. It's not so much a question of is it still happening? I think it's more of a question. Did this actually happen? Yeah. And it's like, what are you hiding? Right. If it's just an army base, what's the big deal? So I'm not going to read through the entire other um, article I found again we'll still post the link to it so you can go ahead and read up on this yourself if you'd like um but some of the key points Stranger Things was originally titled Montauk (gasps) yeah 
I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. <laughs> so that's almost definitely it's what like it's based, based off. on this project. Yeah. Fully. It's insane. Who, wow. I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. Um, The part in this one. Oh. <laughs> the time frame makes sense, too, since it's based in the 80s. The 80s, right. The part in this that interested me so much that I was like, I need to at least read this one part. Okay, so... This is also talking about Preston Nichols. So same idea. He's kind of having the same memories that he had in the other. Well, obviously, because it's the same basis um, as the other articles. Uh, but his story continues in this article. And they started talking about part of the story that was not mentioned in the first one. The story goes that all was well until August 12, 1983, when a saboteur among the experimenters precipitated a big hairy monstrous beast referred to by Preston as Junior. I don't think this was the same beast that walked mm-hmm. on the shore. From a thought form right out of the ether. The beast allegedly ran amok all over the base and the only way the personnel could bring the ordeal to a halt was to disconnect the power to the radar. When that didn't work, they supposedly chopped the power cables and radar waveguides with hatchets until the electromagnetic field lost its power and the beast faded back into the hyperspace from which it had been created. I just described season one to you. You're welcome. (laughs) And cut. That's the entire show. Yeah. I This I don't know. I mean, it's definitely a conspiracy theory because there's no confirmation to if it's real or not. But it just, I didn't even know this was a thing. Me neither. It just, you know. I had no idea the show was, like, based on anything. No, I thought it was just an idea someone had. Yeah. That's Um, really interesting. This one's crazy. I mean, (laughs) I just, it's insane. And that's where I was saying, I don't know that this is necessarily one I believe or don't believe because I didn't know it existed. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I was getting at. Gotcha. I wanted to do the mattress firm one, but (laughs) that's been debunked. Well, I bet all of our listeners probably agree that it's a drug. They've drug. thought that at some point. It's a launder. Right. Wait, mon- <laughs> Money laundering. <laughs> yeah. It totally is. Why do we the need cartel? Why do we need that many mattress firms? Across the street from one another. It's, that's the dumbest thing in the world. Literally. I'll never understand that. There's never a human in there except for the person working. I'm, I'll never understand how it's profitable to build an entire store. You sell one mattress like a week you just hit your store quota that's insane how expensive are well like two thousand doesn't seem like a lot maybe one a day well it's the markup though i'm sure making a mattress does not cost that much oh yeah i'm sure they mark it up like crazy the profit i guess i think one of the articles on that one was like when you do the math, it costs less to keep the lights on and a roof over their head than sh- I guess you would think. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But why do you need that many then? Who knows? Apparently, it's a competitor thing. That's what they say. I feel like there's only like two mattress stores. Mattress warehouse. Mattress firm. Sleepies. But that got bought by one of them. Yeah, because I haven't seen one of those in a minute. Mm-mm. And then I'm sure you all have local ones. Right. I got my mattress on Wayfair. <laughs> we got ours <laughs> from Nest. Okay. And that's becoming more popular too. How are they competing with Purple and all those? The online now? ones. Yeah. 
My other mattress in the guest room is from Macy's. Oh, I'm sorry. I just looked at the dog and she's having one of those moments. <laughs> like panting out of nowhere. Are you scared by the story? She's done because I spoke to her. Yeah. Anyways, that was our first one. Um, Like we said, we kind of want to do this in a series of my favorite murder style. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that part Teach got me caught something up or new. <laughs> So we're going to take our quick break, get our next two margaritas. It feels weird to call them the seltzers. I know because, I mean, they are slightly carbonated, but it's like a margarita. What we called last week's? Did we call last week's seltzers or sodas? Oh, I don't know. I have the hiccups, by the way. Thanks <laughs> for that. Following them. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to prep our next two, and then Nana's going to teach us about her conspiracy theory. We'll be back. And we are back. Yo. We are now going to dive right back in with Stra- strawberry, strawberry hibiscus. We <laughs> say how do you you say hibiscus? I say hibiscus. Is it one of those that no matter am I pronouncing it wrong? Maybe it's a southern thing. Maybe. Hibiscus. Sounds like you're saying hibiscus. Maybe I am. <laughs> we know what's on her mind. Right. All right. I don't smell the hibiscus. Oh, it smells like strawberry. It does smell like strawberry. It smells like a nice perfume. So if it's just a hint, I'm good. But I really love these cans. I know. They're so cute. I know. It's my favorite part. What is the... Oh. What did their marketing team come up What's with? What's the strawberry story? Fruit meets flower meets flavor. What happens when you blend juicy strawberry, refreshing hibiscus, and a blast of seltzery goodness? You get strawberry hibiscus in a real good time. You went southern at that Real good time. <laughs> We like margaritas. This is a really nice smell. Um, I wouldn't mind smelling like this or having a candle. You know, I always have a, this smells like, example, fruit roll-ups. Does it? That's what it smells like to me. Or like that. gushers. <laughs> I stuck that like on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Did you smell it? I'm like, oh, what now? <laughs> Chief. Yeah, I got a good whiff. Um, I mean, right now, mango chili was still my favorite smell, but this one's nice. Mm-hmm. I like this. Yeah, it's okay. not bad. I'm nervous, oh. but let's cheers. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Oh, no, that's really good. What is that, though? I recognize that. It tastes like a fruit snack, mm-hmm. but what fruit snack? Fruit roll-ups. No. <laughs> like, maybe. Fruit by the foot? Yeah. You the same could... company. I think so. Oh. I think the flavor's the same. So, yeah, you're not wrong. No. It tastes like Band-Aid gum. What? Do you remember that gum that would come in that cart, like the metal carton? I remember, but I don't remember what it tastes like. It tastes like what? Oh, man. I just had a moment. Oh, my. I used to love that gum, by the way. That gum is like fruit stripe. It died fast, but it mm-hmm. was worth it for those five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> this tastes exactly like that strawberry and i don't taste the hibiscus so (laughs) i really don't know i'm probably pronouncing it wrong that's good it is really good Ooh, you're getting real very good very good all right 
And we are going to end with watermelon cucumber. Which Lindsay thinks could be her favorite. I don't know anymore. We shall see. No, I'm nervous. These tasted nothing like I thought they would. Well, that's why I'm nervous because I kept seeing people saying one of them wasn't good. I'm like, oh, like this one. (laughs) If it ain't this one, then they're just wrong because none of them have been bad. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, I thought the strawberry was the one people said was bad, but that's not bad. Granted, y'all clearly have not tried strawberry bangs. Right. <laughs> you don't have anything bad to compare it to. I don't smell any watermelon. I don't this. either. It's pure, cu- which I love the smell of cucumber water. Where's the watermelon? Uh, maybe there's a light under. It's very light. I mean, it's barely there. It's not bad. It smells, um, oh my God. Do you know what I'm thinking? What? Cucumber melon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is That's... so funny because it just occurred to me it's cucumber. I was I knew it was cucumber or something, but I couldn't think of the second. That was like the most popular scent of all time from Bath and Body Works. Oh, yeah. I bet you if we looked it up, it is. I like this more, though, because that also had a lotion that he sent to the back end that was like not okay sometimes. Yeah, it was like... Um... It got sickeningly sweet sometimes. Yeah. All right. Um, Smells good. Yeah, I'm not mad. Now, how does it taste? Let's find out. Cheers. Cheers. No. I don't taste watermelon. No, I only taste cucumber, which is interesting because I like cucumber water, but this isn't like where it sat long enough to infuse. Mm -hmm. Have you ever made cucumber water at home? No. Okay. Well, I have. And for some reason, when I, you're, it never comes out like it does at the spot. Mm-hmm. I think because we probably at home don't let it sit long. I mean, right. maybe some of y'all do. We do. It doesn't sit long enough. And maybe we're not peeling it. I don't know. It just doesn't come out as good. Mm-hmm. That This is what that kind of reminds me of. I wonder if they, like, juice it and then add cucumber slices. Like, juice a cucumber somehow. Maybe. I don't taste watermelon at all. Like, I kind of laugh that they even say this as watermelon. And the fact that they led with watermelon. <laughs> Just to call it cucumber melon. Right. That's all we're expecting. Well, yeah, now that we've smelled it. <laughs> that's weird. Speaking of cucumber water, um, every time I have it, I feel like, I think I'm supposed to like this, and I really don't. Oh, but You need to get it. You have to have it from certain, like, hotels or spas. I've had it from, like, a... There was, like, this fancy, like, gym in this neighborhood. It's, like, a... I don't even know how to describe... There's a name for it. It's, like, a gym and, like, an indoor pool and, like, a spa. Oh, and it's like, like, a... <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Athletic club. Yeah. Yeah. And they used to have it. And I've had it at um, the place I get massage from. Mm-hmm. So... There's a particular hotel. I don't know what chain it is. They have it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It is refreshing when you're getting it correctly. Maybe you just don't like it. It is refreshing. And I, I know it's good for you. I think is I just it? don't. Like, <laughs> why wouldn't it be? But I mean, like, I want to. I've never Googled it. Now I'm kind of like, what are the health benefits of it exactly? Mm. To call this one margarita. It's not. It's an insult to margarita. Because I like watermelon margaritas, so I'm kind of let down. Yeah, this one um, is a disappointment compared to the others. I'm not going to 
say any of them are bad. I no. don't know why people were saying some of them I'd are drink it again. Yeah. There were people that were straight like, this pack's a miss. I'm like, what? I don't know what these people are drinking. Clearly not what we are because we have had some misses. They're good. I don't know. I mean, even this one, it's like, it's nowhere near the worst we've ever had. Ugh. Anyways, we're going to continue sipping on these just to see if we need to do any revisions. And Dana is going to teach us. Yes. So I wanted to learn more about this because I've always heard conspiracy theories about it. And I really like this person. So I wanted to teach you guys a little bit about the Princess Diana murder conspiracy. So before I started researching, I thought it was just like one specific thing, but it looks like there's a ton of different reasons why people think oh. that this happened, reasons why someone would be motivated and re- er, and ways of how that it could have happened Oh, okay. that are outside of what, you know, the media portrayed. So at the time, Princess Diana and Prince Charles were like, divorce whatever Uh or in the midst of getting a divorce I'm not sure um and she was dating actually the owner of the Ritz Hotel where like the family was like famous for going and staying or whatever so the guy is Muslim and he's from a very well-off family Mm -hmm. well one of the reasons why they think that the firm would have been motivated to murder her is because the relationship doomed the couple Um, So I pulled this article that did a great job at listing out kind of all the reasons and history behind it from USA Today. And it says one of the common theory um, proposes that Diana and Fayed, which was the guy's name, their public courtship cost them their lives. So Martin Gregory, which is the author of Diana, The Last Days, explains in the TLC documentary, which I don't know if it's on I haven't looked Discovery um, I'll have to go back and look because I'd be interested to watch TLC it mm-hmm. Princess Diana tragedy or treason that Fayed was planning on proposing to Diana the night of the crash oh okay interesting yeah I never knew that no so it says hours before um, he decided to go to the jeweler Reposi who showed him a new ring which was part of a series called tell me yes he said He didn't buy one of the rings, but he did order a ring for Diana that was delivered to the Imperial Suite at the Ritz Hotel. After his son's death, Mohammed Fayed, which is his dad, famously launched his own investigation into the accident, believing that the royal family was biased against his son because he was an Egyptian Muslim. Fayed reasoned the British establishment wanting to prevent Diana and Dodi, which was, I guess, his nickname or pet name. When you were saying Fayette, I was like, I thought his name was Dodi. Yeah. Um, From marrying so that Prince William, the future king, and Prince Harry would not have a Muslim stepfather. Which, rumor has it that they're notoriously racist. So, I could see that being the case, especially back then. And we've talked about that, where racism in England is way, like, way worse. It, It obviously exists here. We did not. Well, I think you did. I did not realize how prominent it was in England. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned that to Dana once. And she was like, Noah said, well, yeah, where do you think slaves came from? Right. And he's told me like 
you know, because we're wanting to travel more and stuff. He's like, I'm just going to let you know, like, these places are places I cannot go. And it's like, we don't even have to think about that, you know? So I can't remember what the event was that caused us to realize it was more prominent there, but... Yeah, I don't remember either how we got on that topic. Yeah, it was but like yeah, a year it's ago. like, I mean, it's it's deep rooted, right? In so their I mean, culture. even though this was the '90s, I, we see how it's kind of changed over the years. So it's not shocking, that right? As much as I wish it was, it's it's not. Yeah. So that is one reason. Um, I don't know. I mean, the fact that he was going to be proposing that night pretty crazy and that the ring was delivered to the hotel where she was supposed to be staying it's just insane so the second reason was that um there's a possibility that diana was actually pregnant at the time i feel like i've heard that one yeah so that that was i think the main one that i had heard or thought was the reason so i didn't realize again like there were multiple reasons so Central to Dodie's belief that foul play was behind Diana's death was his further claim that Diana was pregnant with Dodie's child at the time of the crash. He even publicly said that Diana phoned him on the night she died to tell him about the pregnancy. <laughs> like, there's so much stuff happening on this one day. It's like, right. how was it not intentional? I just, it's, oh my God. Like, I feel like you're describing a movie plot. Right. It's like, it almost seems unbelievable right. but it's like oh my god i feel like the craziest con- because the last one felt like a movie plot too. it's like the yeah, craziest one which it turned out to be it's <laughs> yes, like it did. <laughs> um yeah it's so crazy though i started to wonder while i was reading this if this had all like seriously been premeditated or if someone knew that this was happening and was seeing that the relationship was getting more serious mm-hmm. and was like no we got to nip this in the bud now like i right. wonder if it was Um, just like a spur of the moment thing. So adding fuel to the conspiracy theorist fire that Diana was expecting was the fact that she was partially embalmed after her death, a procedure that would make it impossible to test her blood. So apparently um, he says that she was embalmed before the autopsy, which is against the law. What? How? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I can't. What? By the way, it is on on Discovery Plus. That's why I was checking. We're going to watch it. Um, yeah, it's like, it's almost no other reason. Like, why would they be so quick to do that? No, that's literally the only reason was to hide something. Right. So, um, he says we couldn't prove she was pregnant or not because she was embalmed. So that's incredibly ghoulishly suspicious to order an embalming, especially in such a high profile death. Yeah. Um, I did read on another source. I didn't list it here, but, um, some people were saying that, the medical examiner, I guess, decided that because the cause of death was so cut and dry, she died in the car accident, yeah. whatever, they just went ahead with it. But it's like, she was part of the royal family. Like, but how it, you do you know, just... That happens a lot, though, where I feel like in, in a lot of cases that could potentially be murder... They're so quick to jump to the conclusion of this is too easy. Just say it was this Mm -hmm. that it's almost like a lazy tactic. It feels like they don't want to investigate because that requires work on their behalf. Right. There's um, have you been keeping up on 
Connecticut, maybe Massachusetts. I can't remember. The girl got murdered on a Bumble date or like she, I'm sorry. It is not allegedly murder at the moment. No, I haven't heard about that. Yeah, she was on a Bumble date and someone showed up at her house like later that night or the next morning and she was dead in her apartment. And it coincidentally, the date had been that night. Yeah. So people are like, oh, well, there's your murderer. Right. Um, and I mean, only a few months after Gra- Gabby Petito. <sighs> and the family is causing a ruckus because she is black. And the whole idea of why is this not being investigated, which they're absolutely right. Why isn't it being investigated? Right. Further? I mean, this is clear because like this has I mean I'm on social media I look at news sites I haven't seen anything about this they ruled I think today that they're saying it was something to do with alcohol nothing to do with murder they're just letting the guy walk right now and this is right it's the same parallel of it's almost easier for them to just say oh it was this right so let's not investigate because they want to just close the case yeah I mean that's a terrible assumption but you can't help but have that feeling. Right. Well, I hope the family orders a private autopsy or yeah. something because it seems like there's more to that. Um, okay, let's see. So Operation Paget, the British police's investigation into the conspiracy theories behind Diana's death, ran tests on Diana's blood found in the wrecked Mercedes finding no trace of the HCG hormone that indicates pregnancy. Tests have shown that it is possible to detect the pregnancy hormone HCG in very old blood stains, the report reads. The blood stain from the carpet was tested and no HCG was detected. I don't know. I don't really believe that. No, I don't. (laughs) Right away, I'm like, uh. Like, how do we even know that you did that? (laughs) Well, I just like. How soon would they have gotten the blood sample to be able to test it without maybe molecules changing or something? Right. And it's not like DNA. Like, this is a hormone. It feels like you would have to, like, prick a finger, like, immediately to get that. Right. So I just found that very weird. And also, you think the royal family couldn't be paying off the British police? That's probably number one on their payroll. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. So, okay. Third reason or conspiracy i guess is that henry paul who is her driver plotted the murder uh as for which parties plotted the assassination of diana and doty conspiracy theorists favorite suspects include the couple's driver henry paul paul was the security manager at the ritz hotel which is owned by doty and had been in the family's employee for a decade as the theory goes paul was paid by m16 I don't really know what that is. I don't or either. Or MI, MI6? That might be MI6. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't change the To <laughs> assassinate Diana and Dodie. Former MI6 officer Richard Tomlinson famously attested that he had seen Paul's file and could confirm that he was an informant. Henry Paul, who was the driver of the car, was also the security manager at the Ritz Hotel And he was an informant. I saw his file, Tomlinson told the reporters at the time. It's been well established that he went missing for two or three hours the night of his death. Mm. Despite the fact that Paul made just $35,000 a year, he had nearly $250,000 in his bank account at the time of his death. Sir, sir, (laughs) it's giving... That is a thousand percent hitman. 
In addition to a significant amount of cash with him when he died, prompting further speculation that MI6 paid him off. I think this is like the... Is it the mafia in England? I don't... Let's Google. Is this a British article? Um, no. UK Secret Intelligence Service. I was thinking oh, UK like CIA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Um, okay. I'm certain that this money originated from MI6, Tomlinson told a French judge in 1998. This is speculation on my part, but if he was an MI6 informant, it would be quite normal for him to receive money. That's interesting. First of all, I don't know. I don't know what $35,000 would equate to today. So I don't know if he really was being paid fairly. That's honestly, I'm still stuck on that. Like, yeah. I can't. I'm like, you were a bodyguard for celebrities, for royalty, and you were only making 35 right. And It does say in U.S. dollar. Is that what it listed it as? Yes. What year did she pass? Uh, 1996. That's literally what I had <laughs> in my head. That's about 62K a year. That's still not that's a still, lot. That's still, yeah. You, I would think that's a six-figure job. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. So, I mean. Can I just say, by the way, when I typed in 35K in 1996, worth today was the first thing that popped up. So we're not the first to look at No. This. <laughs> wow. Okay. So another weird one, which I not even, I don't know. I guess I just hadn't really done as much research into, like, who all was involved in the crash. Uh, there's a white Fiat Uno. Another suspect was the driver of the white Fiat that reportedly followed Diana into the tunnel, leaving forensic evidence on the Mercedes that suggested the two cars made glancing contact per the Operation Paygate report. Obviously, that was a big story because it was, where's the white car? Who was driving it? Were they to blame somehow? David Lee, former Daily Mirror editor, told Tragedy or Treason. Conspiracy theorists attempt to link the fiat to James Adnanson and thus link the well-known French paparazzi to the crash scene, claiming he was also an MI6 informant. Operation Paget accepted Adnanson's statement that he was home with his wife during the crash. Adnanson was found dead in his car in the French countryside in 2000. so only four years later. Police ruled it a suicide, but Doty and other doubters claim he was killed for the part they believe he played in the alleged assassination of Diana and Doty. Huh. I had always heard the paparazzi theory, but I don't think I realized how deep it went. Yeah, me neither. I thought it was just that that's who was blamed, mm-hmm. not so much it was purposeful, I guess. Or maybe right. I did hear. I don't know. I didn't realize it. It could have been purposeful. I thought they were just being ridiculous as they are. Right. And or it just got to the point where someone paid them to do it. Right. Yeah. So that's I mean, it's sad that he died. But if he had any part in that, then I don't know. Maybe the best thing. <laughs> um. Also, I thought what I had was like more than what you had. But I think you had more than me. So. Yeah, we messed that one up. Yeah. <laughs> shorter one to go first I thought mine was not that long because when I was reading through it like to pick out points it didn't take like more than five minutes right um okay so this is the last reason the flash before the crash 
So French eyewitness Francois Levistre, who was driving through the tunnel ahead of Diana's Mercedes, claimed to have seen a bright light at the crash's point of impact. That kicked off the flash before the crash theory mm. with Tomlinson, the former MI6 agent, claiming he had seen a similar flashing strobe light in his training used to dis disorientate drivers as a method of vehicular assassination. So it was rumored to have been caused by... Secret yeah. service. So, I mean, we were a little ahead of our... Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. So, that's making a whole three... <laughs> I was going to say 380. <laughs> 180. Yeah. In that it wasn't even paparazzi at all. It was secret service. Right. Plotting this. Right, right. And I don't... Did it mention in here? But the driver was allegedly drunk at the time. Like, they... No, but I've heard... I don't, I don't know of how public knowledge that is, mm -hmm. but I've... I've heard I that. saw it on, um, I thought it was in this article, but I think I decided to use this because it had more information in it. But mm -hmm. yeah, they tested his blood alcohol level after he was determined to be under the influence of alcohol. So they like attributed to the, the cause of the crash to be drunk driving. Right. Um, Another but, way to cut and dry and just, right. this is it. Yeah. So... I don't know. I mean, I think if you're even slightly tipsy and there's a giant bright light coming towards you, you might run off and crash into something. Oh, but it's just sad. Yeah, I remember. How old was I? Ninety six, nine. We've done this before with with something. No, maybe it wasn't. not on the podcast. I don't feel like. Oh, maybe just the life. Maybe. I remember her death because I was living in Maryland area at the time, right outside D.C., and I remember my parents taking us to the British Embassy to see all the flowers and bears people had left. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was... Have you seen that video before where it's like a couple friends and they're like having a guy's night or whatever and they're playing cards and stuff? And there's like a TV on behind them and it like comes on live that Princess Diana has been killed and they all just like... You can just see, like, I mean, these were, like, normal Americans, right. you know, and their reaction was, like, no. wow, she really did have an impact on yeah, people. Yeah, and, I mean, that's crazy because didn't what's-his-name recently die? Oh, the queen's husband or something. Oh, yeah. The crypt. <laughs> Tales from the crypt. That was, he was already weakening God. for a while. He but I, he wasn't as big an impact as what we're yeah. saying. Right. <laughs> to where we were like, well, sometime in the like, past, like, alive? yeah, no, they were just, just like, we can have Bernie's. They just like <laughs> set him up in the car. <laughs> we don't mean to laugh at this, but like, may his on. soul he rest in peace. He was so old. Funny. Oh my God. That's a Mandela <sighs> effect right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wasn't he already done? <laughs> no. Oh, anyways, no, these are both so interesting and just, I mean, you can see we kind of went cultural. Yeah. <laughs> we like pop culture. I mean, I feel like they're both pretty believable. They are. And I mean, that's what's just so interesting is we knew about one of them, but I don't, neither of us obviously knew how deep it went. Mm -hmm. Neither of us knew about the Montauk project. Yeah. But it's just interesting to kind of learn these things and like conspiracy theories. Oh my God, guys, this could be like... A three-hour-long episode. It's really so deep. Right. We talked about doing four on top of it. We did. Like, how? I can't believe I even considered it. 
Yeah, because you kind of have to pick ones that are like pretty in depth, or it's just not interesting. No, I mean that's what happened with the mattress firm. Mm-hmm. It was like one article was like, nope, it's not real. I was like, all right, well, this is boring. <laughs> well, the one I said, the one that we lived through right. recently, we'll do that on the next one. Yeah, I do want to go deeper into that one. Yeah, it may not be that one, deep, but it's very believable. And it's but it's funny because I don't know that either of us a hundred percent believe it. Hmm. I believed it at the time. Now I'm like, oh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're, we got to stop because y'all don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> we're Next gonna- time on <laughs> Tipsy Trials. <laughs> we're going to do our maths real quick and come back to you with some ratings. Final rankings. All right. Now it's on. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I just spoke into the mic when we were like totally paused. <laughs> it was like um, when you're in a um, deposition, though, the way she. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they can hear you. It was literally the. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, all right. Uh, number four. Watermelon cucumber. Same. Um, I actually gave it a 3.1. I think because it is a light flavor and it's something I could drink. There's no reason for me not to. It's just a letdown compared to the rest. And it doesn't taste like watermelon at all. No. I gave it a three. So I wasn't far behind. Far off. Yeah. For the same reasons. Yep. Number three. Strawberry hibiscus. Wow. Yeah. I got a four. I mean, it was up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, No real reason. I mean, the rest are barely above it. Yeah. Uh, my number three was classic lime. Okay. I give it a 3.1. Oh, wow. That's low. Yeah. Holy I don't shit. know. Generous. I think I just didn't, I don't know. I didn't like the taste that much. I think because it tasted so much like a classic margarita to me, it wasn't overly powerful like one though. Mm-hmm. That, that was my number two. Yeah. Um, but at a 4.15. <laughs> um, yeah, it had like a like the tequila flavor was like even though it doesn't have tequila in it, I don't know how they managed to do that. Does it have we like agave or something <laughs> in it? We wonder that a lot. I'm like, how did they do that? How did you put alcohol in here that's not in here? The second ingredient was alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> agave nectar, yeah. Okay. So maybe that's what it is. Um Yeah. That was the only reason. I could drink I gave it a high score on day drinkability, so I definitely could drink it all day. Uh, number two. Oh, lime. Lime. You said that. But it was a whole point higher than yours. That's what was shocking to me. Yeah. At a 4.15. We're not usually that far off. No, we're not. Even when our rankings are different. I thought... Your, oh, go on. That your... Um, I thought lime was going to be your number three. I was surprised that it was strawberry. It was only by a tenth. Gotcha. Higher. Uh, my number three was strawberry hibiscus, and I gave it a four point three. Sorry, hello. It's blowing. <laughs> Maybe jump. Um, I'm sorry. I'm looking at my scores now. I think strawberry was only a little lower because the accuracy was a four point zero versus a four point seven for lime. It was hard to argue that. Yeah. That tasted like lime. Um, I'm sorry. So, what did you give strawberry? I did my math wrong. <laughs> I'm looking at my lime and I'm like, it wasn't my favorite, but wow, I'm like, 
It's like I didn't think I laid it. Is insanely low. <laughs> it's a four. I think I that forgot to add the last way number. More sense. Because I was like, okay. Oh my god! I was like, there is no way. Yeah, I was confused. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. I have like a giant sty in my eye, and it's causing me to like just not be able to function. So <laughs> just, just ignore me. So does that still make it three? What was your overall for strawberry? Uh, 4.3. So, yes, okay, okay. it's still three. Okay. Sorry. The wind was blowing. <laughs> the ADD. We're very, like, everywhere. distracted right now. <laughs> Are we still on the air? <laughs> I'm recalculating my overall. Okay. I have to. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. So, obviously, we share the same number one. Yes. When all things differ, one thing always seems to remain the same. We usually always pick <laughs> the same number one. Mango chili. This actually might be my highest overall for a seltzer yet at a really? 4.5. I don't usually get that. I mean, I'd have it's to look. It's my highest in a while. Not my highest ever. I gave it a 4.6. That's pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, watermelon on Bud Light Sour got a 4.4. 4. I mm. think. I'm not even going to go. That might be the that. second I'm highest. Yeah. This year. Yeah. 4.5. That's pretty up there. Granted, mango truly is my favorite truly. Not everywhere has it. So black cherry is my second. And that's normally what I have to order. But when I can get mango, I'm getting mango. Oh, yeah. I get disappointed because they don't usually sell the mango in an individual pack. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, we both went into this. Well, I think you were excited about the watermelon, but it was a letdown. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I was scared of the strawberry. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, that's, that was more my concern than anything. But yeah, I was expecting more of a melon taste mm-hmm. with a cucumber back, which I thought was going to be really nice and refreshing. It's just yeah. missing the watermelon really heavily. Yeah. The watermelon. Um, overall, <laughs> this pack was amazing. I look forward to drinking this several times throughout the spring and summer. It doesn't say limited, so. I hope it's not. They don't do that many limiteds. Just that seasonal one. Yeah, like the when holiday. When they come out with stuff, they stick with it. Yeah. The tea's still around. The punch. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking juice. I was like, oh, that makes sense. The, the tea. Yeah. Wasn't there a lemonade, too? Yes. Yeah. That's still around. Mm-hmm. They really, I mean, and uh, we love Truly. I mean, Truly's an original. White Claw's an original. Although White Claw, you got to step it up. I know. Guys. They got to come out with some new packs. They're really slacking compared to the rest. Yeah. You're no longer going to be the original if you don't keep going. I think that that is where their mindset has been. But there's so many new ones that it's I like. see that. You got to do something. They're it, sitting here thinking, oh, well, people love our classic. We don't need to go further. You do when Bud Light's yeah. coming out with a new damn pack every week. Right. And they're great. Even if it's not a themed pack. I mean, like, they came out with the second pack that had, like, the tangerine and, like, the raspberry. Surge, yeah. No, like, it's oh, it's well, normal flavors. Flavor yeah. But, you know, that's a good point. They haven't even come they haven't out with done a that. flavor in a long time. Yeah. Um, truly, on the other hand, I believe they're still releasing flavors. I could be wrong. Um, no, maybe it's been a while. I don't maybe recall. it's been a while. But they're still going out of the box. They're looking for new things. Theirs has also been a little slower. I mean, everyone's slower compared to Bud Light at this point. Right. What was your overall overall <laughs> the box? A four. Uh 3.9. So perfect. We're around nice. the same. 
the year so far is shaping shaping up to be very competitive. We're making some good picks. Yeah, and we got some exciting ones lined up. Um, I know we've talked about it already, but Topo Chico is now available nationwide. Thank you. Oh, we were waiting <laughs> after we got our friend to get us one from New York. Yeah. Um, and for those who didn't see our Instagram, Simply Lemonade is coming out with, I don't even know if it's a seltzer. It might just be spiked lemonade. Either way, we're pumped. We're very excited for that one. I'm going to be let down if it's like Sonic's or Stewart's. Where you can't find it no, anywhere. Yeah, oh. like, come on. I want to try your seltzer. Send them to me. I feel like they're... I mean, they're pretty popular. I feel like they'd be crazy not to sell it everywhere. But yeah. what do I know? I'm not their marketing people. It's yeah. I, it's really interesting to watch some of these seltzers come out and not become available nationwide. Mm-hmm. Some of the bigger ones, but which I understand if they start kind of like Topo Chico, they start in a certain local. or certain areas, see if it does well, then expand. expand. So hopefully they'll at least do that. Yeah, I can't think of the last time I saw like a brand come out with something that I was like, oh, they have a seltzer now. Yeah. So this will be the first and we're really. Because this is like the this is like the bougie juice. So I assume it's going to be pretty good. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, we'll find out. But go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter so you never miss an episode or update because we're sharing seltzer news all the time as fast as we can um, at Tipsy Trials. And then make sure you're following us wherever you are right now. And, and rating, rating us, us wherever you are right now. <laughs> it's super easy to rate us on Spotify. So please go give us five stars or, you know. However many you want to give us. Five yeah. would be great. Well, except one <laughs> if you really need to. Uh, and if you have recommendations for drinks, if you have conspiracy theories that you'd like for us to share or thoughts on new episode content, send us an email at tipsytrials at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And I still swear we used to have a third, <laughs> but I don't remember what it is. I think it was the rating, but you've been covering that. (laughs) Is it? We used to almost miss the rating. I don't know. Anyways, uh, with that, court is now adjourned. Adjourned. We still don't have gavels. Maybe one day. Send us some. Maybe we'll make some. That'll be our first merch. We we announced first. We should make it out of a um (gasps) out of a seltzer can. Cute. Which one? the real question you have a truly and have a white claw hmm. didn't we look at another product online that we were like you get the truly I get the white claw oh wait no opposite uh we will see you next week for another episode on tipsy tuesdays bye-bye